You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Now we're back again for another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, and Inside Sports Fantasy Football. And <laughs> we're back again, still trying to get over the Lakers' first loss of the season on Tuesday. And here with me today, while I cry with my box of Kleenex, is my good friend, you know, you got to catch this awesome show, Voice from the Underground. This is probably the worst promo ever for your show, but Voice <laughs> from the Underground, the podcast. You can catch it on every single major podcast outlet. If you like your pop culture, your politics, and great cigars, and not guys crying in a box of Kleenex here, <laughs> you got to go ahead and catch it today on Voice from the Underground. It is my good friend, Mr. TJ Johnson. TJ, please. Tell me it's not over for the Lakers. Uh, well, first and foremost, that was actually probably the best intro for a podcast, considering the fact that we don't cry in it in a tissue box, but we pretty much are on our soul box the entire time. So it's okay. We just trade one box for the other. It's 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 fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm still waiting for my you know help from Puffs to go ahead and help sponsor the show. You know, that's what I have. <laughs> it's coming. Checks in the mail. That's what I was told. But okay. listen, Laker Nation. Let's be clear. It was not the outcome that we wanted, but let's be honest about a couple other things, shall we? It's the first game. The first game of a long NBA season, number one. Number two, the Clippers absolutely had to win that game. They didn't have Paul George. They didn't have their other big weapon. Wait till they played the Clippers fully loaded. So had the Clippers lost that game, that's all that would have been talked about. Christmas Day is going to be a much better barometer for what we have to work with. So we were not playing fully staffed either. We were missing a lot of key people, and we weren't healthy, and they, they had a point to prove. And they wanted to just announce themselves as being in this league, in this game, in this series against the, the battle for L.A. I'm fine with that. Listen, I'm not interested in little proxy battles here and there. We have an ultimate goal, and that's to win a championship. That's true. We've got a game on Friday against the Utah Jazz at home at the Staples Center. So let's hope things can go right when it comes to what's coming up on Friday. It's funny because trying to arrange a show with you, sometimes it's, it's very funny because we communicate at various points the given day. I mean, you responded to me at 4 a.m. your time. And <laughs> I'm in my bed trying to respond to you back. And, and I'm just like, I... <laughs> I need to hit the thumbs up. 
<laughs> couldn't quite do it. Couldn't quite do it. But you know what? It is just one game. Once again, I'm talking to TJ Johnson from Voice from the Underground. You got to check out his awesome podcast along with his good friends, Haas, and also as well, Mr. Jason Dutch, each and every week on Voice from the Underground, the podcast. Well, before we head on out, I got to ask you one thing when it comes to fantasy basketball, because there are still drafts going on this week because, you know, people, procrastinators, they just, you know, they're out there. Oh, I got to do fantasy basketball. All right. Okay. Okay. So I got to go ahead to ESPN, Yahoo, CBS, whatever, and start picking my teams and all that. If there's one sleeper that you think people need to go to in the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth rounds, somebody in one of your drafts that is really just, ah, He's still there. He's still available. I got to get him. Who would that be? Man, uh, Kyle Lowry. I think considering the fact that he's he, he's in a situation in Toronto where now he's back to being a man. Um, he's going to see his his uh, his ball handling go up. He's going to see his shooting go up. He's on the wrong side of 30. He's never been the most athletic guy, but he's still one of their top options uh, next to Pascal. And so I think that it's important that because he's going to get the touches, we have to remember when it comes to fantasy, it's about usage. It's about their ability to stuff stats. And he's going to be a high usage player considering the fact that they don't really have a lot of options. So you want to look at those teams that don't have options and say, okay, he's going to be somebody that's going to be utilized quite a bit. Where can I shore up my team by utilizing somebody of his, his talents? He's going to be a, a decent field goal shooter. He's going to be a decent free throw shooter. He's going to get you some assists. He's going to do a lot of the small things. He's not going to be your best player. Let me be very, very clear. But he's going to be somebody that can that can get you some points when you didn't realize that you needed those points in those spots. So i go with a Kyle Lowry type caliber player. Not bad. Not bad. If he stays healthy the full season, I know yep. Yep. he's always a little bit injury prone. Mm-hmm. And he did sign an extension for a year, which now he has two years on his contract, which mm-hmm. you know can get a little bit overconfident maybe a little bit complacent we'll have to wait and see i think fred van vliet especially with the way he started off could be someone that might take his points and assists away from him especially threes if that's the case because he played outstanding in that first game and that could be a precursor for the rest of the season Mm -hmm. i know pascal siakam is really tearing it up and i'm glad i have him in one of my leagues so (laughs) that's definitely uh, something good to look at if you're a toronto raptors fan or a fantasy basketball fan but the one guy I would choose that is still lying around the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth rounds, if you can get him, because I've been able to pick him up in those latter rounds, is Jaron Jackson Jr. Really? Reason why is he can get you points, 15 to 17. He can get you rebounds, 8 to 12. But the thing he does is blocks and three-pointers. So he can get he can really give you a, a decent stats all across the board. He's not a bad shooter. Shoots at a decent clip, free throws, decent clip. Doesn't do anything really great when it, yet, but he's still young. Every now and then you're going to see a sign of that explosiveness. You're going to see a big game from him. We did see at times last year as a rookie, we did see occasionally a good game from him that really just was showing you maybe a little bit of a larger picture. It's still not time yet for him to be a consistent top-of-the-line player yet. But I think someone who can get you numbers across the board over the course of the season, I think Jaron Jackson Jr. could be someone that you might be needing to look forward to in the 7th, 8th, even possibly even the 5th and 6th rounds because as a power forward center who slots into both, that can hit you threes, 
that can get you rebounds, that can get you block shots, definitely somebody to look at right there for you. So, Not a bad pick, my man. Not a bad pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've got him in a lot of my teams, so I'm definitely looking forward to some good production out of him this year. I'm hoping he'll live up to what his draft status was when he was drafted because he was drafted very high, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping he'll – pan out in the way that I think he will. And I think it's going to be a lot of good numbers across the board for anybody who chooses him for their fantasy basketball team. Amen, brother. All right, my friend, it's been a great episode. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Any last thoughts on the Lakers weekend for you? Laker nation. Just don't, don't pull out the torches quite yet. Don't pull out the hanker. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, I guess somebody pulled out the handkerchiefs, but everybody don't pull out the handkerchiefs yet. We are one game into a long season, long season. We just need to be, we're playing the long game, guys. We're not looking for moral victories. We're not looking for this battle of LA. We're looking for a championship. That's the goal. That is the goal. It is a championship season, hopefully on the way for the Lakers. Didn't start off on the best note, but again, it's just game one of an 82-game season, so we're looking forward still to a lot of great things to come for the Los Angeles Lakers. I know TJ is going to be on hopefully as early as next week. We have talks about some Laker wins that we can talk about instead of some Laker losses. Looking forward to that and more great conversation, and hopefully next week also get you into talking about some fantasy football as well next week for the Inside Sports Fantasy Football Show. So my fingers crossed <laughs> again if i remember to get my settings straight and if i remember to go ahead and hit the thumbs up button before i go to sleep <laughs> everything will be okay especially right here at the lakers fast break pod